All right, y'all, welcome back. Episode 34 of Rows 1 through 10. This is going to be kind of a, we're going to call this one the Sprint Car Extravaganza because we're going to go back. Uh, we got some recapping to do um, from Attica Raceway Park, uh, Eldora last week with the Kings Royals, um, and then obviously Lernerville the other night. And then we'll preview the uh, Summer Nationals as we go to Williams Grove this weekend. Um, Joined, as always, with Travis. What's going on, bud? What's up, man? I got some dogs running around here that I'm watching, so <laughs> there's some uh, side noise going on. That's what it is. But, yeah, pretty eventful. A couple couple weeks in this, the sprint car world, for sure, and uh just happy to get my pick right on Tuesday night and went with Brad Sweet. And yeah, pretty, able to get done. pretty easy pick there, if I had, had to say so myself. But, uh, hey. You had a chance to pick him. Oh, yeah, I did. No <laughs> doubt. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, we kind of got a lot of news and notes to cover, so uh, we probably won't dive into too deep into anything specifically. Um, I said kind of hard to remember. We've had a lot of racing between. Uh, other last... than the Kings Royal, we can dive into that. Yeah, I mean, we'll dive into that. I, said, I didn't even, honestly, I didn't get to see either one of them, so you're going to have to hold me up on it. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know who won. Um, but I haven't even had a chance to go back and rewatch them yet. So I'm going to be flying blind on this, but I know I got certainly things to talk about. Um, but yeah, it was a huge week in sprint car racing last week. Uh, well, we, we can rewind even, uh, even further back. Cause I guess we start off, we know that, uh, the weekend of the 10th and then I think the 12th of Tuesday, Spencer Baston went on quite a run. He won the Lou Blaney Memorial eight thousand dollar to win with the all-star circuit of champions and then just came back a few days later with the outlaws at attica as well and won the the brad do or not at attica yeah it was at attica not, yeah it was at attica i said attica as well but no i was at sharon speedway on saturday night for the lou blaney memorial and then came back to attica and won the brad doty classic so quite a run for uh spencer Baston, and i mean that was awesome for him to get two huge wins in the state of ohio within a few days of each other so I yeah mean, ten thousand really dollar payout there last tuesday for the brad Doty classic um so yeah really good good run for spencer Baston. um a guy that really he didn't know if he's gonna do this full-time or not and he's in a decent ride nowadays and that 11 um after madsen stepped away from that ride so Good to see him having a couple good runs, um, and I'm sure if he's running full-time – I guess he's going full-time All-Stars. Yes. So, yeah, yeah hopefully he can put together some good wins over there. Um, yeah, that, that kind of set the week up. Um, it's kind of a mismatch week. Uh, Tuesday, we are at Attica. Then Wednesday, we were at Eldora for the Joker's Wild. Um. And you had Carson Macedo picking up the big win there. Yeah, that was a great run for Carson. Kind of a a dominant win for him there at Eldora, and it seemed like he was uh, kind of staking his claim to to you know to be the favorite going into the going into the weekend in our two Kings Royals because I mean he led every single lap of that race and was on rails that entire I mean he was six to first on lap one and just never looked back led every single lap and that was uh somebody's a Carson Macedo fan but 
But, no, that was an awesome run for him. And, I mean, that restart for him to go to six to first and then he just laid a whooping on the field the rest of the, the, rest of the time. So, yeah, was, I, uh, definitely pretty wild. Definitely pretty wild to watch. It definitely set the, set the scene for what we had to look forward to in the coming week. Um. Yeah, and I, if I remember correctly, he, it was uh, like a lap one caution. So he went from sixth to, to second on that first start, and then when they restart is when he went and took the lead. Um. So yeah, it was. I think he made it four wide coming out of the start finish line there. So yeah, yeah. He said I mean, pretty much was set down, set on cruise control the rest of the evening there, and and went away on a dominating win. Dominating win. Um, that's an awesome run for him for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you had Carson Macedo first in that race. Brian Brown second, which is a good run for him. Uh, David Gravel third. Terry Madsen in the 14, fourth, and then Aaron Reitzel um, fifth. Um, and then that's when the week, which we thought was supposed to be pretty straightforward and and run as is. It was supposed to be, I guess, that would make Wednesday was the night before. And then you had uh, – or Joker's Wild. Then you had Thursday. Was supposed to be the thirty seventh or thirty eighth Kings, and then that ended up getting rained out. It get rained out on Thursday and Friday, um, so they pushed back and they had a double Kings Royal on Saturday. Um, and well, I guess we go to the first one. Tyler Courtney got the win. Uh, you were able to catch that race, right? How was that outdoor during the day? I remember it was dusty. Oh, but- well, we have, so it was supposed to be Friday night, and that's when. Remember originally that's when we stayed up till after midnight thinking they were gonna get that show in and then I fell asleep and I believe you told me that it was after the first heat when they went ahead and called that one. Okay. No, that was that would have been Thursday. Thursday. That was Thursday, okay. yeah. That was Thursday. They tried to race Thursday and it was like eleven thirty when they called the race. Um, that's right. Which and then went, Friday, then, then was, a, Friday was a complete washout. It rained all day. And then so then they went Saturday day racing. Yes, that's right. And the night before it was supposed to be Friday, and that got moved to Sunday. Right. But, but no, a, uh, a a pretty awesome Kings Royal. And, I mean, to see Tyler Courtney get that win and that emotion, I mean, that was one of the coolest wins I've seen in a long time. Just the raw emotion from Tyler Courtney, you know. We know he kind of got out of his comfort zone to go win 410 racing this year. And – you know, went full-time with the All-Star Circuit Champions and has obviously dove into, dove into some other uh, World of Outlaws races and everything. And to see him, you know, it pay off for him and, and win things royal, I mean, that's pretty pretty amazing. And we know uh, yeah, Tyler Courtney got out to the early lead. I think he led the first lap, and then Brad Sweet took and took over and led quite a few laps, but but – Courtney was able to get the lead back on lap 20 and he was definitely uh, definitely had some challenges he had some challenges from Danny Dietrich some challenges from from uh James McFadden who was on a tear at one point in that race he was challenged uh by uh Darren Pittman at one point like there were a lot of and and I mean what an awesome podium too like you had Tyler Courtney Danny Dietrich and Darren Pittman as the top three in that race. So just not a top three that anybody could have predicted. And I mean, just, just a great show. And I mean, you had to, uh, you had to be happy for Tyler Courtney. That's for sure. And definitely, uh, 
set the scene for what was what was an awesome day of racing. I mean, I uh, I don't know what else to to add to it about that, but. Oh, yeah, I mean, what what could have been for Brad Sweet? I mean, he, he said he he led about half half the race, and then that's when he cut a tire. Um, yeah, he had a flat, and Brian Brown had a flat too, about yeah. halfway home. Was that and then, uh, was that because of the track just taking too much rubber and and build up, and they were just smoking the tires off the thing, or or just happened to bad luck? No, I, I it was definitely a tire. It was definitely a tire race because. Uh, I'm surprised, you know, we didn't see more flats than we did, honestly. But because, you know, Brad and Brian Brown blew tires pretty much simultaneously. And, I mean, it was definitely a – you thought we were going to see a tire conservation race. And it didn't really turn out turn into be as crazy as we thought it was going to be. But, yeah, I mean, it was – Brad Sweet, definitely tough break for him. But he was on his way to another uh, King's Royal crown, but it wasn't meant to be. And then the it looked at the end, you know, Danny Dietrich was was making a run, and and he was hauling. I mean, I don't on that last restart, I don't know where exactly he was, but he ended up finishing second. I mean, it was a hell of a drive for Danny, and we thought one of the Pennsylvania boys was about to come in and steal himself one, and that would have been pretty freaking cool. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, shit. Even a twenty thousand dollar payout for for Danny Dietrich finishing second. I mean, shit. That's a that's the biggest payday probably all year he's had. Um, so really good to see. Um, and then he, he followed that up earlier. Uh, it might have been last night or the night before. Can't remember. Week's been kind of jumbled up. Uh, but anyways, he ended up finally getting a win. I guess it was Tuesday night because we they, we joked that he cherry picked and went to. Uh, Sealands Grove instead of going to Lernerville and running against Outlaws. So, no, oh, yeah. Kind of cherry picked himself also, a uh, win, but also this first time he's won in the state of Pennsylvania since March. So, really good for he, him. Running good at this time second, of year. His second place finish was a result of David Gravel, who finished second, being light on the scales. And that's not. Oh, right. Right. Forgot about that. But, yeah. David Gravel definitely was, was given Tyler Courtney a challenge, too. And he, uh, came on and was light on the scale so he was thrown out and everybody moved up a spot so but even still Danny Dietrich for a third I mean for that team to come from Pennsylvania and run with these the big dogs I mean it was that's great to see that 48 running fast uh this is the time of year you want to do that maybe they can get lucky this weekend get a good draw and uh maybe have something for the outlaw boys oh yeah and I and and also for Darren Pittman to finish third which I believe was Darren Pittman's first outlaw start of the year uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he's run any other outlaw races this year after we know he stepped away from full-time racing after last season. So Yeah, I think you're right. See, uh, yeah. And and to see him in that 39 with Swindell racing, is, it was awesome. Love to see that. Yeah, so that was really cool and a, a great run for, for Darren. I, and that I've team. seen, uh, I think, a t-shirt where they're going to have him in the car for a decent like, couple races. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I didn't know how many. Maybe, I, I think I saw that. But, you know, he said after, you know, last year that he was planning on running part-time this year and didn't really give, like, a specific concrete, like, these are the dates I'm going to run. Or, and if, so, I, like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is the first time he's been in an outlaw race this year. Yeah, if, yeah, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure this is his first outlaw race. So, really good to see. And, I mean, obviously making that car run good. Uh, 
I'd love to see that. In the run, we saw Sheldon Hodden Shield go on in that race too. He was uh, he was the hard charger. Twenty third start, so I mean, up eighteen spots in that feature at Eldora was pretty awesome for uh, for Sheldon for sure. I mean, what a run from him! Hell yeah, love to see it. Um, well, yeah, we can we can move on to uh, Saturday night. Yeah, then we uh, then we had a show Saturday night, and uh, Kyle Larson ended up becoming the king, just to add to his long list of. Uh, impressive accomplishments he's had this year and uh i mean first off you if when we talk about saturday night i think the first thing that needs to be talked about is just the the run jack starting up front and i mean that crowd was absolutely electric for jack hot shield in his farewell season um to see if if he had any magic left in uh left in that 22 car to to become become the king this year, but uh, it wasn't meant to be. But you know, he started second. And, I mean, he was fast all day or all afternoon, I should say. And then, you know, he ended up starting second in that race. And I mean, the crowd, like you could hear the crowd chanting "Go Jack, go!" It was nice. I mean, it was pretty. It was awesome. I mean, he won. I mean, he was in one of the heats. He won his heat. It was uh, all around an awesome, awesome day for Jack Hoddenshield, and I know there were pretty much the whole world was rooting for him to to get it done on Saturday night. Yeah, no doubt, you'd love to see that uh, that kind and of story in any sport. Tyler Courtney ended up; he was starting on the pole again after his win earlier, and it made people think, "Whoa, can Tyler Courtney secure this payday?" And I mean, I can't remember exactly what the payday was, but it was. It would have been three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and there was another yeah. bonus in there too that he had won, so it was even more than that. But the um, I mean, what a payday that could have been for Tyler Courtney if he could have ended up. Yeah. If if uh, if he could have won the second show. Oh my gosh! If he could have won the yeah, second I mean, show, still going in with a fourth place finish, not bad. I mean, twelve twelve hundred dollar. Or twelve thousand dollar payday is not not bad at all. Um, oh no, but, not. But the story in the second race was was the fifty seven. I mean, to to go out and flip in the B main of the first kings of the day, um, and not even make the feature, uh, was definitely very un Kyle Larson like in the sprint car. Um, I mean, I know it kind of really wasn't his his fault. He kind of got squeezed up um, on some on a bad deal or whatever. But that's just how it goes. Um, but to come back and and do do it like he did and win win the King's Royal. Um it's pretty awesome to see. I believe that's his first King's Royal. And yeah, that was his first King's Royal. And I mean it was just just so impressive that it didn't even look like he was gonna run that race. And he said he kinda asked last second if he could borrow the plane from Rick so he could run both of those races on Saturday. But originally the plan wasn't even for him to be running those races. So I mean, that just makes that run from Kyle Larson all the more impressive. And, I mean, this is going to be a season for the ages for Kyle Larson and such a crazy story to tell, you know, and we'll see how he ends up on the NASCAR side if he can end up winning a championship. and That would just be fitting at this point. But, I mean, what a run. And, and it was the same kind of like we saw with Tyler Courtney in the first race. He took the lead about halfway through 
and and never looked back. Tyler Courtney led the first chunk of the race on Saturday night, and then James McFadden actually came up and got the lead from him. So, I mean, it looked like maybe J-Mac could uh, could be the king for a little bit, but then right before the caution came out, um, lap 20, uh, Kyle Larson got the lead, and, and at that point, he never looked back, and it was another, you know, we saw Sheldon Hodden shield hall. And again, just like we said in the first race when he's up 18 spots, I believe he started eighth in this race, but he ended up finishing second. And I mean, in both of these races, it was, I mean, obviously as the track kind of uh, rubbered in and those races progressed, Sheldon Hodden shield just figured something out. Cause I mean, he was absolutely on rails and ended up finishing second. So what a day for Sheldon Hodden shield it was. So, the podium on Saturday night we saw was Kyle Larson, Sheldon Hodgeshield, and Carson Macedo. And then, of course, we saw Tyler Courtney finish fourth just outside. Yeah, you had to think the most consistent driver all day had to have been the 7 BC Tyler Courtney um, with the first place finish and a fourth place finish. Uh, that, that's definitely got to win the payout for the whole weekend. Uh, I don't see any other names here. Carson Macedo with the sixth and uh fourth or fifth i think in the second one third uh third in the second one yep okay so that's that's pretty good as well um but those those guys that are definitely consistent uh carson Macedo, i feel like is definitely one of those drivers heating up at the right time here in the summer and getting fast and we're only we're, we're less than like 20 days from uh from the knoxville national so the season's moving lighter along um it's already almost august so we're getting down to it, folks. And another mention for Saturday, the Hard Charger Award went to Jacob Allen after a 24th place start, finished ninth. So definitely been not the season that that 1A team has wanted to have, but they were able to, uh, you know, they got the last spot, you know, finished fourth in the last chance showdown and were able to get into that feature and race their way up and get a uh, ninth place top 10 finish and hard charger award. So credit to Jacob Allen. Cause he really got up on the wheel Saturday night. Hell yeah. Um, and then we had a race uh, Sunday, which again, I did not see um, the day race. Um, Carson Macedo back in victory lane for that one. So definitely, definitely probably the driver of the weekend. Certainly on the outlaw side was definitely Carson Macedo. Um, did you were you he able to catch seemed, that race Sunday? Yeah, I was. And he almost seemed like frustrated that he was like, damn, I'm winning all the wrong races. Like is something along he he had something along those lines to say, but um yeah, it was another race, you know, it was a day race, so we saw the tires really come into play again on uh on Sunday. You know, Aaron Wright's old Craig Kinzer, Sheldon Hot and Shield had flat tires. Oh, and uh, Tyler Courtney and James McFadden. Sorry, I was looking. So all those guys were guys who ended up having flat tires. And uh, so it was definitely the tire conservation race that we thought the first Kings Royal might turn into. I think that you can safely say that's what what, uh, Sunday's night before was. I mean, we saw the same top two. It was Carson Macedo and Brian Brown that we saw at the Joker's Wild. So it's kind of crazy for those guys. It's, you know, they were, uh, they definitely put themselves, you know, they finished, they bookended their weeks with first and second place finishes respectively, but couldn't quite, uh, 
win the big prizes on on Saturday, but still an awesome week for Carson Macedo to win two races, get a second place or a third place finish in the second Kings Royal. So an awesome week for Carson. And yeah, he so he led most of that a night before race on Sunday. He led all but one lap. I think Brian Brown got in there and led a lap after one of the restarts. But he had he had plenty of restarts and really you know had to defend that lead, but. Every single restart when somebody had a tire issue, you know, Carson just held on to, held on to the lead and continued to dominate that race. So good on him and a, a great week for him and that team for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and then uh, do you have any more to talk about from Eldora? Not from Eldora. I mean, just, just an awesome week of racing, a lot of great races. And congrats to all those guys, Tyler Courtney. Kyle Larson particularly for becoming Kings. And I mean, like I said, that, that celebration from Tyler Courtney is one of my favorite celebrations I've watched in a race in a long time. Like if, if, if you saw that celebration, there's no way to not love Tyler Courtney. If you didn't already after watching that celebration, I mean, just the raw emotion there, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and kind of cool to see uh, two, We'll call them outsiders, if you will, um, not outlaws, not outlaw regulars, at least uh, go and win and, and beat the outlaws um, in the two biggest races of the year so far. So kind of cool to see that. Uh, I know Lance Deweese had a little little jab at the uh, the outlaws uh, Twitter handle the other night for that. So Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, it was like the outlaws were like, it's been 790 some days or whatever since uh, – since the posse beat the outlaws, uh, whatever on home turf, and and uh, Lance comes back and says, "Yeah, but two kings royals and, and no outlaw wins." So, yeah, yeah, Adam. Um, but yeah, we'll get on that a little bit. But uh, we can move on to Tuesday night, um, where we saw Brad Sweet pick up the win. Um, but he he wasn't really the story um, of the night. You had Cy Lynch put on a damn show throughout the uh really the whole night um 23 year old just whipped him kind of went out there and had a perfect night it's one quick time um won his heat won the dash um and was looking good for the feature yeah i only got to see the feature so i didn't see everything that led up to it but we know it was a it was a great night for Cy lynch and it looked like you know he was really gonna have a chance to compete for that win but you know once brad sweet got the lead he never well, you know, Cy Lynch even up get, even ended up getting lapped at the end for as fast as he was, and you know, led the first eleven laps. You know, you don't see a guy lead the first eleven laps of a race a lot and start on the pole and end up getting lapped just on speed. So that was pretty crazy. But overall, an an awesome run for for Brad Sweet. I mean, he was absolutely on rails and was up. You know, had a seven second lead at one point. I'm pretty sure before he got stuck in some traffic and Donnie shots was able to close in at the end. Not too much. I mean, he cut a few seconds off the lead, but ultimately that was from the time Brad sweet got the lead. He, he never looked back. Yeah. Well, it really wasn't much at all. I mean, dominating win. it was five and a half seconds almost for the uh, margin of victory. So not really close at all to anybody. Um, Brad sweet, man, he's good on those, those little tracks. Um, just knows how to, how to wheel it. So, Love to see it. That kind of kicks the week off. The guys, was, the boys, uh, go ahead. 
it was kind of the one thing that was kind of crazy from that race was that flip Sheldon Hodden Shield had, but there's like no damage, and they were able to get him right back out there. Uh, he ended up finishing tenth from being flipping and being on his lid and jumping the cushion. So I thought that was pretty crazy. Just the fact that he had that flip and there was pretty much no damage. Nice. Yeah, I didn't see that. I have to go back and look for that. Um, but yeah, it was a solid night. Uh, I say it kind of kicks off the week. They've had a couple off nights, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then tomorrow night, uh, they're back at it at Williams Grove. Um, I'm excited to, to, to get up there, leaving work tomorrow afternoon and going up there just for Friday night. Um, going to make it a one-day show. I'm going to Whiskey Myers concert Saturday. Uh, it was a tough choice between that and staying for the Outlaw show, but that's here nor there. Uh but yeah, I'm excited. I think this might be the weekend the posse posse gets it done. You think so? I'm hoping so, man. I'm gonna be decked out in some 69k gear, I think. Um, and and hoping hoping I'll be there and get get my picture in victory lane. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I wish obviously I wish I could make it up there, but the 12 hour drive isn't really in the cards, but. Uh, you know, it's going to be awesome to, for us to be back at the track and know you're going to have a great time up there. And hopefully, uh, you're going to meet Putty up there. Or no, Putty's at the beach. Um, ah, okay. So, I'm not going to be hitting me him. It's actually a, kind of a quiet weekend up there. I know a couple of the guys, one of them is headed down to uh, Indiana Sprint Week. Um, and then a couple other ones that are just going to other tracks or, or staying home for the weekend. Um, people don't really like Williams Grove too much up that way. It's probably the worst track in the region so yeah well we know that uh we we got the outlaws and at the grove this weekend and then we got uh two all-star shows at lake ozark speedway and then on monday we have an all-star show at humboldt speedway which i believe i saw on twitter is the first ever all-stars race there the first all-stars race there in an extremely long time and humboldt speedway in kansas so that's gonna be pretty cool Nice. I haven't even looked at the uh, all-star schedule, I know, because the things have been kind of jumbled up, and they were off because of the Kings Royals and all. So glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, they go to Lake Ozark. Was that Friday, Saturday? Saturday? Friday, Saturday, Humboldt, Sunday, and then I-70. Is it mo- Sunday or Monday? 23rd, 24th. So that's Friday, Saturday, and then Humboldt on Sunday. And then I-70. Are you sure it's Sunday? Is it 25th? I'm looking at it right I'm looking at it right now. All right, because when you said it, you said Monday, so. Did I? Yeah, so it's three, oh. three nights in a row of racing. My bad. Yeah, no, it's all good. I just well, want to make sure we got it right. Yeah, no, it's Friday, Saturday at Lake Ozark, Humboldt, Sunday, and then I-70 Speedway, which I thought was a pretty awesome track. We saw the Outlaws race at earlier this year. They'll be there on Tuesday. So, going to be some uh, a lot of racing the next few days in the sprint car world and coming off an awesome week, so. Yeah, so yeah. we'll have all that to talk about next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's about all I got. I know it's Basically kind of a... retiring. Oh yeah, uh, good call about that. Yesterday, that news came out. Um, I, I guess I, I we haven't followed the sport too long, so. Um, but I know of this year he had that that massive impact. Um, at thirty four raceway, I believe it was. That was at I seventy. Was it I seventy? Okay, yeah, it's. It, yeah, they all got jumbled up. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, massive impact. He 
feel like he hit the wall at the, probably the worst angle you can in one of these things. Um, and now he's forced to retire due to concussion symptoms. And you hate to see that. And I'd like to see him maybe own a team one day or something, do something with the sport. But you hate to see that for somebody like him who wanted to – his biggest dream in life was to become an outlaw driver. It, yeah, it, it really does suck. Twitter, he's had seven concussions. Yeah, see, I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, pretty wild. And, I mean, you have to respect a guy for making a choice like that, you know, even if it sucks that he's not going to get to race anymore. That's a very respectable decision to make to, you know, prioritize your health and your, your future. So, I mean, but, you know, really heartbreaking to see that a guy, you know, he's running full time with the Outlaws. He was the North American 360 Rookie of the Year uh, in 2018. So, I mean, he had a crazy rise to the top and now, unfortunately, an abrupt end to uh, to his his racing career. But like I say, there's <clears throat> not not much to add other than you, it just sucks to see that. And, you know, we had he had that wreck. It was in an outlaws race at I-70. So. Yeah, um, something you hate to see, but yeah, I'd like to see him stick around the sport, like I said, in some kind of capacity. But you got to look out for yourself and the the health of your of your own self. You know what I mean? If you if you go out there and just destroy yourself, that's not worth it. You know? Yeah. You you can be part of the sport in any another capacity, um, and still still get some fulfillment out of it. So ho- yeah. hopefully we see something and see him around the the pits uh in the near future yeah but you know had to mention that you know salute to manual you know disappointing to see that but salute to him for making a really tough decision that you know you can't knock anybody for you know almost like the decision we saw dale earnhardt jr have to make obviously he had a you know illustrious career and he's probably coming near to the end anyway but he probably had a few years left in him if not for that so i mean we, you know we've seen it before we'll make this decision so not an easy decision to make but hats off to him and yeah like you say i you know i hope he's sticks around the sport in some manner and you know we see him see him around and he's uh able to find something that fulfills him and scratches that itch even though it won't be from the cockpit anymore Right. Yeah. I mean, we've learned so much about concussions over the last 10, 15 years or so, 20 years. So you you just got to you got to take that knowledge and, and put it to good use. I mean, you can't be be dumb about these things. You could really put yourself at some serious risk later in life. Um, but, yeah, it's always got to be a tough decision to hang it up, um, whether you're young or old or forced to. But. Yeah, like I said, I just hope we see him around the pits, some kind of capacity. Um, yeah. Well, anything else to add before we get into our picks for the weekend for back-to-back shows at the Grove? Uh, no, I said I just I'm excited. Hopefully, Posse can get the win finally. Um, I'd, I'd like to see them knock off the Outlaws. That'd be be something special. I feel like. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a dominant run for the Outlaws in these uh in this rivalry for sure, but we'll see if uh if the posse can kind of it can end the run this week. You know, we saw obviously we talked about Danny Dietrich's run earlier and 
obviously Lance DeWeese is going to be fast, so there's going to be a lot of guys trying to uh, trying to end that run. But it, we'll give a points update going into Carson Macedo sits 114 points back, and David Gravel sits 140 points back, and then Donnie Schatz, 248, Sheldon Hoddenshield, 254, and Logan Schuhart, 266. All right. So um, figured figured we get that in because I guess we're a little past halfway in the season now. So. Yeah, it's definitely time to start looking at at uh at the points um, and kind of getting an idea of, of where things are going to start shaking out. We got some big races coming up, so we got uh, so one one two three four four nights at Knoxville coming up in about a month or so. So. Big racing, a lot of racing coming up. Um, yeah, let's get into some picks, I guess. Yeah, so Friday night, you're going to be there, and who you got? I assume you're probably going to pick Lance from what you were hinting at earlier. Yeah, kind of already showed my cards a little bit, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the old 69K. I think uh, Lance gets it done. He's been having a really good run here at Williams Grove of late. Um, maybe they're getting tuned up for this outlaw show, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I'll go Friday night. I'll say Donnie Schatz gets back to victory lane and okay. wins at Williams Grove. Nice. Yeah, um, I'm kind of curious. I don't know if uh, old Larson is going to be there or not. I don't know if he's on vacation or what he's doing. Um, so I'm probably going to leave him off the board. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> thing. I have not seen anything one way or another i mean i assume worse comes to worse they'd want to get that rig to the racetrack so they can sell all their yeah actually yeah, i did see the i don't know if you saw the new king's uh king's royal shirts they got coming out king kyle shirts coming out so i think they are going to be there this weekend i assume that if if nothing else they'd want to get those shirts out to the people as soon as they can because they're going to make a killing off those yeah but so I mean, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll not pick him just because we don't know one way or another. But uh, who you Saturday, got for Saturday? Yeah. What'd you say? Who do you got for Saturday? Saturday, I'll go with Aaron Reitzel. We saw right. him get a win here earlier this year. I'll say Aaron Reitzel wins and the Outlaws sweep the weekend once again. I'm going to stick with Posse sweeping the weekend and fresh off his second place finish at Eldora, twenty thousand dollars. Old Double D, Danny Dietrich, gets it done on Saturday. All right. Well, all posse so, here, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, going to be interesting. I don't personally see that happening. I went to Outlaws. You went to Posse. But I know uh, for the sake of all your, all your buddies in the Posse, you've definitely started to lean towards the Posse side, I can tell. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, no, nah, I mean, it would be cool. It'd be cool to see them in the run, but I personally don't just – I don't see it happening. You know, Aaron Reitzel was pretty dominant here when we saw the Outlaws show up earlier this year. So, I'll say he gets back to victory lane at Williams Grove. All right. Yeah, it'd be something, something good to watch for. Are you, you'll be tuning in, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I'll be watching. All right. Sounds good, my man. All right. Stay tuned. Anything? Check the Twitters. Uh, I'll be oh, throwing out we, content. Go ahead. A little bit of NASCAR news just to drop if anybody's listening to this. The penalties for uh, Alex Bowman and Chase Elliott. L1 penalties, nothing huge, but something with the engine blocks that NASCAR didn't like. So No, gonna... what happened apparently, it, it was like they 
used a chase motor in in the 48 or vice versa and it was one of the ones that is sealed from nascar so you can't do that uh, so it, they said it was just an administrative issue like I guarantee it would never happen again at Hendrick Motorsports. Oh, okay. So, so apparently they like put the motor in the wrong car and ran it, and NASCAR found out about it, and they were just like, yeah, this is the rules. Okay. So, so I, it didn't seem like, like they were cheating, from oh, what okay. I understand. Oh, uh, okay. It was I, a- I, I, I kind of skimmed through the details, so I, I misread it. But Yeah, as soon as it came out, I was like, oh, uh, here we go. Now the news comes out. What what do we got? <laughs> so. <laughs> But yeah, so I I guess that's not as significant as I thought it was going to be. And no, think, it drops Chase I think from fifth to sixth in points, and then uh, Alex Bowman stays at eleventh, and then like the competition director from Hendrick is suspended one week. So not a big penalty at all. One that Bowman has three wins isn't. Oh, and that's another thing. Speaking of Bowman, Bowman's going to be running the sprint car this weekend, and with uh, I believe he's running with the All Stars. Um, I it could be. I said I know. I looked at the tracks. Um, I I can't remember what the tracks you said they were running, but yeah. And then he's running one race in Pennsylvania, or two races. He's running the same schedule like back to back weeks. This weekend, next week. Oh, okay. same race tracks. It's gonna be cool. I believe he because Bowman has not run a sprint car before, has he? I don't think so. No. I think he's just a midget guy. Yeah. So. That's going to be uh Yeah, that uh, sprint car looks look sweet. I'm going to have to get me a t-shirt if they make one. Oh, those do look bad. The the Ally car does look badass. Yeah. So it's going to be cool to see old Alex Bowman get out there in the sprint car. Yeah, we'll definitely have to keep tabs on him and update the folks on how he does. For sure. Well, but yeah, stay tuned on the socials, Instagram, Twitter. I'll be uh I'll be getting some content out. I believe I'm going to be getting a pit pass tomorrow night just to get some good, good content. Um yeah, we'll see you uh, see at the track. Better come back with a driver on the show. I'm putting it on you if you're in the pits. Hey, all right. Yeah, you <laughs> I'm giving you – I'm giving – I got a homework thing. assignment. I, I need a commitment from – I don't care which driver. I don't know. I want a driver on the show. I got a, I got a homework assignment. Gotcha. All right. Well, all, all right, buddy. Man. We'll have fun out there. Appreciate right, you doing this. Yes, sir. We'll see you. See you.